You're listening to Team Talk on ESPN Radio, 1017, The Team. Joe O'Neill, Sam Hauser, Scott Galetti joining us in an hour. Then at 8 o'clock, the Dodgers host the Washington Nationals, game two of a three-game set. They'll play tomorrow right here on 1017, The Team, at 2 o'clock right before Team Talk, and then we'll uh, join immediately after that game. Uh, Then they have a day off, and then the Dodgers play three at home against the Yankees. Doesn't happen every year, and we're looking forward to that three-game series. We're also looking forward to uh, the top five. The lowest of low-hanging fruit turns into a deleted tweet. What's that all about, Sam Hauser? It's time for the Hinkle Law Office's Top 5. Hinkle Law Office is representing motorcycle riders across New Mexico since 1990. Visit HinkleLawOffices.com. Take it away, Sam Hauser. Well, we certainly will get to that story, but before that, though, start the way we always do with who's in, who's out, especially catching up from a busy weekend, what's going on in the world of sports, moving and shaking and everything else. Call it an endorsement. Call it NIL and the pros, whatever you want to call it. It's a big one for rising star in Major League Baseball. Julio Rodriguez of the Seattle Mariners striking a deal with Alaska Airlines. And the way this is going to go is every time he hits a home run in Seattle, 44 people in that section are going to win a round trip to the place of their choice. Why 44? Because that is his jersey number. So you're really taking one of your guys who you know is the future of your team. Like This is where this always gets interesting about you know who's a star and who's not. How do we decide who's a star and who's not? It's all about the way that you market your guys. And this is a guy who Seattle wants to have for a long, long time. And now he's giving away some plane trips. Brilliant marketing. It's great. So 44 people in the section in which the home run goes into. In the ball lands. Yep. Okay. So... Any idea? I'm not trying to complicate this. This is a fascinating story. Could move on, but I'm just curious about stuff. So, how are they going to determine the 44 people when the section probably has more than 44 people? Sam, do you know the answer to that? If not, you can come back on tomorrow and let me know. Yeah, uh, I will definitely look more into that. My my initial speculation would be they uh, pick 44 seat numbers. Gotcha. Ro- randomly. Seats. Randomly. Okay. Yeah. That would be the, fa- the we'll fair way to do it. That. Yeah. So, because I mean, like, you got to know for that a round trip ticket anywhere of your choice is like gold, Sam. Oh, yeah. You know, like, you don't use it. Uh, you know, it's when Southwest used to give you a free t- free ticket. You didn't use it to go to El Paso or to Phoenix. You know, anytime you wanted to go, like, to. Hartford, Connecticut, or something like that. You wanted to get your money's worth, and Alaska Air, Airlines flies a bunch of places, so I'm sure people will get their uh, bang for their buck on that. All right, what else is who else is in, Sammy? The latest in the transfer portal. So, again, just as a reminder, the way that this works going forward is as long as you were in the portal by May 11th, you're, you know, you're still open for business. You can still go wherever you want. It's just... The portal closed on May 11th to everybody that wasn't in there. So there was, you know, a thousand plus people still in the portal on May 11th. And now they're deciding where they're going to go. Tommy Lloyd striking again for the Arizona Wildcats men's basketball program. Landing former North Carolina Tar Heel Caleb Love transferring to Arizona. This comes after he was set to go to Michigan. But that fell through. News came down that Caleb Love did not have the 
adequate amount of transferable credits to show up at Michigan right away and play. He was going to have to take a busy, loaded summer schedule to try to make that happen. Backed out. Now he's going to Arizona. Tommy Lloyd gets another one. He just got Keyshawn Tommy Jones. Lloyd is feasting yeah. on this transfer portal. Just got okay. Keyshawn Johnson from San Diego State. Okay. Just got uh, Jalen Bradley from Alabama, who has finished up his freshman season there. Former McDonald's All-American played in all 37 of their games. And now he gets a guy who just two seasons ago was on the All-Final 14. Well, yeah, he was the one that broke UCLA's heart in that game, uh, Caleb Love. Uh, so he was like one of the names of the tournament a couple years ago, and he's like part of the names that are going to Arizona. We'll keep an eye on Tommy Lloyd and his activity, and it is still open for business. Uh, the transfer portal doesn't close for a while, so they'll. St- I mean, I- I'll just say this, Sam: some of the biggest stories of the transfer portal are still yet to come. Oh, absolutely! Who is out, Sammy? All right. Well, speaking of San Diego State, unfortunately, their softball team season. Coming to an end, but only after they gave the Utah Utes quite a scare in the Super Regional. San Diego State softball advancing to its first ever Super Regional in the NCAA softball tournament. Played a best of three series at Utah, a team ranked in the top 20 in the country. And the Aztecs win the first game 4-3 to three before the Utes, uh, Utes take games 2-3 and three to close that series. But now back-to-back seasons for the Aztecs with 39 wins. Yeah, I had no idea. I should pay more attention to college softball. I do enjoy watching it now as it gets down to the nitty-gritty. I mean, it's, it is it is fun to watch. A lot of balls get put in play, and you get to see some great pitching performances. But neat that a Mountain West team uh, was so successful in softball. So the uh, Aztecs have their men's team getting the national championship, their softball team, and these are things you talked about last week when yeah, just uh, another they're an attractive, yeah. Yeah, it's a, an attractive school to some of these conferences that are needing uh, to have teams. You know, more, more than likely it'll be the Pac-12, but we still hear the Big 12 might be interested in old SDSU. All right, uh, who else is out? Yeah, I encourage you out? to go back and uh, check out that interview from last week we did with Matt Brown. He writes the Extra Points newsletter, and we talked to him a lot about what's going on with conference realignment and asked him about San Diego State and what he thinks is the most likely landing spot. I'll believe it when I see it, whether it is the Pac-12 or the Big 12, but encourage you to go check that out if you're inst- if you're interested in what's going on in the world of college sports. Moving on with who is out, it's the beloved, coveted, you hate to see it, couldn't have happened to a better arena, the TD Garden shutting down for a couple of months now. According to John Hollinger, NBA writer for The Athletic, Boston becomes the first city to lose a home game seven to an eight seed in both hockey and basketball. Remember, Boston Bruins... Historic, one of the greatest singles regular seasons in NHL history, and they're up three games to one on the Panthers in the first round of the NHL playoffs with two games at the TD Garden. They lose both of those. They lose that one in seven, and then the Heat beating the Celtics last night. Thanks to Jason Fitz for this one as well, kind of tying into that. This is only the second time ever that one metro area eliminated another metro area in the same building. The other time, 1973, half-century ago, also Celtics on the losing end of that one, or Boston, I should say, on the losing end of that one in 1973 with the Rangers beating the Bruins and the Knicks beating the Celtics. Collapse in Boston left and right. Well, they've had plenty of, of wins in the last two decades, You know, starting with the Patriots being so successful and then the Red Sox 
So, uh, tough luck this year for sure for the Boston fans. Got to feel so bad for those little poor 10-year-olds that don't know anything other than winning championships that go to these games. Yeah, but there were like 90-year-olds that had never seen the Red Sox win a World Series, so we'll cut them some slack. What else is out? Who else is out? Are you going to talk to me about this Oregon, Oregon Ducks golfer, aren't you? Yep, so Oregon playing in the NCAA championships just like UNM. We were keeping an eye on Oregon because of Aiden Kraft, but now there was another player to keep an eye on. Oregon Ducks finishing their run at the championships without Greg Sulhog, one of their players. He's a junior on the team. Withdrew in the middle of his second round on Saturday. He's on the 11th hole. He hits a tee shot, and the tee went, goes through his shoe and punctures well, we, his foot. Well, we don't know if it was the tee that he used. Right. Uh, okay. We don't tee. Uh, yeah. That, 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 so, like, before everybody's mind starts trying to wander, I, and your mind is going to wander anywhere, and I... Told Sam, let's research this and get like the play-by-play of all of this happening. But the bottom line is this uh, Oregon golfer, uh, Jason Solhog, yeah. okay? He steps on a tee on the tee box, and it goes through his toe. And he gets rushed to the hospital, right? I mean, and he was out the rest of the thing. I've been around a lot of tee boxes and a lot of guys that aren't really paying attention where they're walking. I've never even heard of anything like that, but who am I? Who the the head coach or people were saying they'd never ever seen anything like it. Yeah, Casey Martin, the head coach of Oregon men's golf, quote, I've been in golf nearly fifty years and have never seen anything like that. He was in a lot of pain, end quote. I mean I'm I'm putting you on the oh. spot here, Joe, but can you think of like the weirdest injury you ever saw somebody you know, get hurt Sustain? on a golf course? Sustain on the golf you know, course. Uh, let's let me think a little bit more on that yeah. because Actually, I have a bunch of a bunch of options there, uh, but we'll. we'll uh, I mean, okay, uh, okay, we'll I, come back to it. Yeah, you know, like guys standing. Well, I, I, I'll tell you one. You know, driving around at night in these carts when the sun. You've been on on the road, right? Sure. Um, uh, you know, and the sun has been like really bad, right? Well, I know a couple of guys that were playing golf late in the evening and we're going to find a golf ball and the glare was coming in the golf cart boom right into the tree hey. and you know that's an ugly scene there oh Both yeah of them got beat up pretty bad but that would be where i would start never seen the old teeth through the shoe through the toe story before but i looked at it trying to find out exactly how it happened i haven't found it but i'm going to keep looking and it's just, uh, yeah, one of those stories that is a it's, freak. It's hard to visualize even because the way that the T is, is yeah. shaped. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, the sharp point is the one that goes into the, into ground, the ground. And when they're laying on its side, there's no chance there. Even, you know, the way that shoes are made, even if it was standing straight up with the pointed stuff, parts, you know, unless like you tried to jam your foot into it. Uh, it would seem unlikely, but hey, you know, the poor guy, you know, had to miss the rest of the tournament. What's number four, Sam? Four, four, he is going to be fine. He's supposed to be off his feet for about two weeks, and then he's expected to be A-OK after that. We're on this weird run lately of team of people who run social media accounts either for teams or for websites. Or, or basketball officials. Or basketball officials trolling opponents and then deleting the tweet, which at that point, even if you delete it, we all know this, if it's on the internet, it's on the internet forever, and all that's getting shared around now is the deleted tweet. 
The latest one coming from the defending World Series champion Houston Astros, who swept a three-game series in Oakland over the weekend with the series finale ending in a 10-1 final score in favor of the Astros. The last run coming from a Jordan Alvarez home run, after which the Astros tweeted, 10 runs in front of tens of fans, which they then deleted. Yeah, come what? on, man. Come on, man. Leave the poor A's alone. I mean, are, they're they're having a bad enough time as it is, Sam. They're getting destroyed every single game. They're on pace now to break the record that my beloved New, New York Mets uh, had in 1962, I believe, when they lost more games than any other team in Major League Baseball. The A's are on the verge of that, and at the same time, they're on the verge of, of moving from Oakland to Las Vegas. I mean, I, if you're the Astros, you're the champs, dude, don't don't pile on the A's. I mean, long live Moneyball, Sam. What else is going on, Sammy? Well, this comes just a few weeks after there was a situation involving uh, the person that runs the social media account for the website Phoenix Sports. It's, it's spelled P-H-N-X. You know, they, it's you know, it's a website all about you know for Phoenix, for the Suns, for the Diamondbacks, the the WNBA, all that stuff. They cover all the sports in Phoenix. So this is going on a couple of weeks ago that the Arizona Coyotes are in the headlines again because they have no idea where they're going to play. Nobody wants them, whether it's Tempe or any of these little towns around Phoenix. Nobody wants the Coyotes, so they're trying to figure out where they're going to go next. Well, Patrick Mahomes, another former, another uh, former champion, Patrick Mahomes, tweets that the Coyotes should come to Kansas City. Uh, they'll welcome them there to Kansas City. To which the response was, "Quote: Maybe you should focus on keeping your little brother out of jail and less on our team." Ouch! Quote. And that one was also deleted. Come on, man! Come on, man! Ouch! Yeah, uh, yeah. That with that's where Patrick Mahomes is running into issues with not only his brother but even his wife kind of like teeters on you know stuff that is going to make other people ticked off or whatever but his um, brother is bro- uh, jackson his brother Mahomes. was like caught on video trying to kiss this lady that owns like a bar slash restaurant and then when like she got ticked off at him the patrick mahomes brother was like telling her how many things he could do for her because he was patrick mahomes's brother that's how he lives his life yeah Yeah. (laughs) he lives his life like patrick mahomes let me slide and maybe patrick will tweet out something that you guys have the best barbecue in kansas city or something along those lines all right uh what is number three sammy all right well this is one of those things that we like to call what would you do in this situation So going into the NBA playoffs, you have a guy who made two different futures bets on the Miami Heat to win the championship, which they're now four games away from doing thanks to that miraculous win last night. One of those bets he got odds on at plus 30,000, the other one at plus 35,000. So should it hit that the Heat win the championship, that they beat Denver, in total it would be $250 in bets, $250 to win $80,000. The other side of this is he does have the option now going into the series. He can cash out his bet now and collect $15,500. So the question, Joe, what would you do? I would I would not cash out. I would figure out how much it would cost me to put money on Denver to win the series. And right now they're 400 uh, or 40 or 4 to 1 uh, odds to win the series. 
so that somewhere I could make sure that I came away with with something. And I think by doing that, you would be able to figure out a way to make more than the fifteen grand. Uh, so that's where I would start. I would I would try to lay off you know that money. You know, um, that way at least I turned two hundred and fifty dollars into something. I mean, fifteen thousand five hundred to do do it right now isn't bad, but I think you could creep it closer to the eighty k that he would get if uh, he had Miami. All right, so that is what I would do. I would try and lay it off on the Nuggets and then watch the series and have a little bit more on the heat since you kind of rode the heat to this point. But one way or the other, you're making a bunch of money off of uh, your investment. All right, what's number two, Sammy? Two. Well, news coming down earlier today, officially now. We had heard rumblings about this over the last few weeks, but Bob Myers, the GM of the Golden State Warriors that put this whole team together, all the championships they won, the Splash Brothers and everything that we've come to know and learn about Golden State Warriors basketball Bob Myers is stepping down as GM of the Golden State Warriors. Again, we had heard even from him that this might be a possibility. After the Warriors lost to the Lakers in the Western Conference semifinals, it it seemed like this was a likely possibility. And so now it's really just a matter of it becoming official today uh, that Bob Myers is no longer the GM of the Warriors. Okay, so if every other coach that got fired... You know, every other team is going... I mean, tell me about the people that are going to be throwing money at Bob Myers uh, with the reputation he has coming out of uh, Golden State, Sam. I mean, or I mean, maybe he's just... He doesn't want another job. He's just done with it. He's made his money, and he's just ready to spend more time with his family, so to speak. Yeah, he's on record as saying he's unsure about what his next move is. The only thing there is there are I mean there's only there was only five coaching job openings and now uh, the 76ers hired Nick Nurse. Boring. But but there's even uh, I, I mean there there isn't really a market right now. I mean would a team fire its GM to get Bob Myers? I wouldn't well, rule it out. No, I, well they but might, but, but there's I'm, not openings right there's now. There's not openings, but I mean that doesn't mean that every GM is secure in their job till the beginning of next season. I don't think. No, that's that's yeah. also true, and so you could have a situation that where somebody was like on the on you know on thin ice or something, and then you talk to Bob and say, hey. Would you be interested in coming and coaching, you know, GM in the Minnesota Timberwolves? And he might listen. Or, and then it's adios to whoever's the GM of the Timberwolves. Or Brad Stevens comes back down to the bench, fires uh, fires Joe Missoula. Brad Stevens takes over as the coach again, and Bob Myers can be the GM of the Celtics. Well, there you go, Sam. What's number uno? One. 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 I'm giving the Celtics way too much help over here. We're going to try to get Monty Williams a job there. Now... Bob Myers, they don't need any more help. Although, hey, somebody's got to figure out what to do with Jalen Brown, but that's another one we're going to come back to. All right, back to baseball. Something we're going to be keeping an eye on now that baseball really starts to get more and more attention as we get into the summer. Basketball's going to be done. Hockey's going to be done. We'll be keeping a close eye on this the deeper we get into the season, and he's sitting pretty right now. Talking about Miami Marlins infielder Luisa Rise, currently with a 40-point advantage for the National League batting title. This after he won the American League batting championship last season with the Minnesota Twins. So he's trying to become just the second player ever to win a batting title in both leagues, joining DJ LeMahieu, who did it for the Rockies and now the Yankees. But this would be in consecutive seasons for Luis Arise. And 
has anybody really <laughs> heard the name Luis Arise unless you're a, like a diehard baseball fan? I mean, one of the great players in the league, just like the guy up in Seattle who they're doing the round-trip tickets for. What's his name again? Uh uh, Luis Rodriguez. Luis Rodriguez. I mean, like... He, Julio, excuse me, Julio, Julio Rodriguez. Julio Rodriguez. Julio, yes. Julio Rodriguez. Luis Arise. If you don't know about those guys, you do now keep your eyes on them. And the only other player ever to win a batting title in both leagues is DJ LeMayhew, uh, DJ LeMayhew, who won it with the Rockies and the Yankees, but there's a little asterisk on it. That was during the shortened... Uh, COVID season. Correct. Yeah, he won, won with the Yankees in, in 2020. Not to take anything away during from the him. COVID year. The only reason, I mean, the, the first time that really that a lot of us learned about the name Luis Arise was last year when he was fighting off Aaron Judge, who was trying to win the Triple Crown, and right. well, Luis Arise beat him by a couple thousandths of a point. Yep, yep. And he was with the Twins. Somehow he's in Miami now. And hey, it's good for the Marlins.